Our hero came from nowhere. He wasn't going anywhere and got kicked off somewhere. Buster Keaton. Morris Danton's first book of poetry, Snow on Snow, was selected by Stanley Kunitz for the Yale Series of Younger Poets Award. She has published five more books of poetry, most recently Immortal Sofa with the University of Illinois Press, as well as a novel and three books of short stories. She teaches in the creative writing program at Indiana University in Bloomington. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Maura, what have you brought for us today? A fortune cookie. 6 a.m. It's cold and raining and you don't want to get out of bed. It's one of those days when you'd like to stay home from work, curled up somewhere comfortable and nice with your knees against your chest. Why not inside a fortune cookie? And at once, you imagine yourself inside the sweet, crispy shell, the paper fortune wrapped around your body like a sheet. You're about to close your eyes and go back to sleep when you start to worry about the fortune. Is this one of those really good fortunes, like the one you've kept in your wallet for years? You will never need to worry about a steady income. Or is it more sinister, like the one you pulled out last month? Idleness is a holiday of fools. You want to read your fortune, but you've got to break out of the cookie shell. Only you can't. You're paralyzed. This is someone else's fortune cookie, and you've got to wait patiently until they pour the tea and crack it open. Then they'll laugh and read your fortune out loud for everyone to hear. Your problem lies not in a lack of ability, but in a lack of ambition. Stapler. You were born looking just like all the other silver staples, shaped like a bracket and attached to the others in a long row. The row was nestled inside a cardboard box with other rows that looked just like it. For a long time, you waited for someone to open the box, dreaming about your fate. Maybe you were born to staple revolutionary scientific reports or vital government documents. Other rows were chosen. Then finally, your row was lifted out and fitted down inside the stapler. The row broke into two pieces, and one staple fell out, hitting the floor with a sad ping. But the spring pressed the rest of you back together. Now you were number 60 in line. You felt a wham. The first staple in your row stapled what it was destined to staple, and you jolted closer to the end. You were about to hold something together for the rest of your existence, and you tingled with joy. Now, now. The stapler head slammed down. Eek! It wasn't your fault that you went into the paper crooked. Nevertheless, you were plucked out and tossed into a waste can. Net. And you're not even edible, but you got caught in the net with all the others, and now you feel them wildly thrashing around and around, scraping you with their glittery scales and slapping you with their desperate flashing tails. You are somewhere in the middle, thousands above you, thousands below you. It isn't fair. Your flesh is stringy and bitter. You're dun-colored and lumpy with an ugly snout. You've always minded your own business, stuck to the muddy bottom, 
ignored the sleek schools and bright fins darting insistently through the waves. You never asked for anything. You're a survivor, so how could this happen? You squirm and butt your way through the terrified mass, hoping you can reach the top or the sides or the bottom and tear open a hole. Baby crabs, sensing your determination, clip themselves to your caudal fin. Yes, yes, you're going to make it. You grunt and shove. But already you feel the big tug as the net is lifted out of the water, up, up into the poisonous fresh air. You've been listening to Poetry by Maura Stanton on The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. <laughs>